please stand clear of the doors. Hey guys, so uh, looking forward to going Tower of Terror today. Uh, where's everyone else? Welcome to episode 42 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Adam. Today we will be giving the his on the Twilight Zone's Tower of Terror. So what do you guys think about this ride? Oh, before before we get into the ride, we do have a special guest in the studio. Mm-hmm. It's my sister and Alex's wife, Yes, Christina. she's called my wife, yeah. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to say hi. Hi. Hold on. She's my sister, too. I, I know, but you did. feel like you're confused about how to, what to call her when you're talking about me. You said, I said Alex's wife? Like that time, uh, that time Joe's like, oh, the movie guy? It's like, you mean your brother-in-law? Gary. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so what do you guys think about this ride? I have never been on it, so I really don't really have anything to say about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. Any thrill ride you have nothing to say about. Yeah, she likes it hey, a lot. I've been on Space Mountain. I've been on, I'm, I'm stepping it up, man, okay? And maybe one day I will go on it. So was Joe like this as a kid? Like the baby, like didn't want to do things yeah. adventurous. Okay. Yeah, I'm not a very adventurous <laughs> person. I like to, I like to play it safe. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So what do you guys think about Adam? I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, it is quick, but the pre-show you know helps out with it. But the ride's fun. Okay. How about you, Christina? What? We're gonna skip over Alex. Go ahead, Christina. What do you think about it? Sure, he said what she thinks about yeah, it. Yeah, it's did. it's one of my favorites. Well, we can she can say it again. I'm oh, sorry. Okay, it's one of your favorites. <laughs> yeah. Out of all the parks? Out of all the parks, no. So it's your one of your favorites at Hollywood Studios? Yeah. Okay. And then I I I I'm starting to like it more, but if she wasn't making me go on it, I probably wouldn't go on it. Really? Mm-hmm. So but you're starting to like it more. So let's say you're gonna get to a point where you and I just go together and mm-hmm. I start liking or you go with someone else and they want to go on it. You're going to go on it? Or are you just going on it because Christina goes on it? Well, I'd say probably five years ago, if someone randomly, if I went with a friend and they're like, you want to go to Tower of Terror? I'd be like, no. But now I think I'd go on it with anybody who wants to just because if they want to go on it, sure, I'll go on it. How many times have you been on it, would you say? Oh, man. I don't know. What, More 20? than 10, I would think. Yeah, maybe 20. I don't know. You don't go home and write it down? On a I do book. not go home and write it down. You Put it in my little journal. What do you mean by that? Oh, uh, the they'll hear about that later when Joey calls in. <laughs> so we got a rating. We gonna rate it, Joe. You can't rate it. Well, hold on one second. So I'm not. I'm just gonna throw this out there because you know my rating goes off of different things, right? It's not only about the ride itself. <laughs> he just this, told me this at dinner. I said, I said he's gonna give it a nine point five because of the history. <laughs> you can't give it a rating no, if you have but, you never been on. But, no, but it is to me. It's like the castle at Magic Kingdom. Like you. Even when the ears were there, you know, or the hat was there. I mean, it's the Tower of Terror. You can see that from everywhere. We're asking your opinion on the ride, not the aesthetics of it. Okay. I won't say anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alex, so have you, either of you ever been on I Dr. Doom's Fear of Hole? I'm rated, sorry, on what? I rated, Doctor, I rated seven. Have, have, you ever, <laughs> have you ever been on Dr. Doom's Fear of Hole? I no. have. Okay, so it's, it's like the opposite version of that, which yeah. it, when I had Universal Passes, I loved going on. So that's why I love this ride. Um, when the weights are down, I will give it an eight. Okay. I'd say I'd give it, I'd give it probably, I mean, I don't like it, but I don't hate it now. So I don't know. I'll give it like a seven, but I guess. But think about how much detail is into the hotel. Then you have the uh, bellhops mm-hmm. who have that morbid, you know, kind of like the Haunted Mansion. They're really yeah. I don't know. Monotone. I'd give it like a seven. 
I'd give it a nine. A nine? Yeah. Wow. Not a 9.5? No, a nine. <laughs> That's pretty high rating. Yeah. Maybe one day, Joe, you can rate the ride. Maybe. And Maybe then you can day. give it a nine. I hope I got that seven in there before you cut me off. <laughs> Guess what there is? Post-editing. You got to leave it in, man. <laughs> Let's get to the his on the Twilight Zone's Tower of Terror. We invite you, if you dare, to step aboard because in tonight's episode, you are the star. And this elevator travels directly to the Twilight Zone. The Twilight Zone's Tower of Terror opened on July 22, 1994, and then then named MGM Studios and Disney World, now called Hollywood Studios. On March 5, 2004, Disney California Adventure opened its own Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, which would later be changed to Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. In 06 and 07, two new rides were opened based off the Disney World's hit. In 2006, Tokyo Disney Sea opened Tower of Terror, and in 2007, Walt Disney Studio Park in Paris opened the Twilight Zone, Tower Terror, a new dimension of chills. So it is nice that we got the ride first. It's not like it was something over at yeah. Disneyland first. You know, I and you know what? I until I did the history, I thought it was at Disneyland first cuz I mean, Disneyland was opened before Disney World. I always thought that nice rides like this, ones that were standing out that were one of the best op- ones there. We're always at Disney World first. Disney World, and then they brought Disney it over Disneyland, here. Yeah, Disneyland, or Disneyland, and then brought it over here and just spread them out throughout the different lands. Right. Uh, no, not like that. But yeah, you know, of. like if they would have taken like individual thing, taken individual, yes, taken <laughs> individual items from Disneyland, uh-huh. and then spread them out between Animal Kingdom, Epcot, mm-hmm. and all that. Yeah. So I didn't really know it was a, it was originally here, which is kind of cool. But you know, it kind of has the whole Hollywood. It has the whole back lot, you know, tour kind of name in it. So for Hollywood, I think of Hollywood, yeah. LA. Yeah. But that, that, that's what they were trying to bring over here though, right, I know. to the studio. To, it's like a studio type of feel, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Like, combat universal. Yeah. So, I mean, I think I can see how that ride was over here first, I guess you can say. Yeah. You have anything to say? I have nothing to say about that. No. <laughs> People are going to be shocked when they hear your verse late, force, voice later. They'll, be for, they'll forget you're on the podcast. In the late 1980s, Disneyland Paris was close to developing a drop tower ride to put in Frontierland as a free fall slash roller coaster ride named Geyser Mountain. This idea fell through, so in the early 90s when Imagineers were trying to develop a new ride for MGM Studios, they decided to use the drop tower idea to start developing the ride. One of the original ideas was Castle Young Frankenstein. Michael Eisner wanted to get Mel Brooks to produce films using the new facilities, and Mel Brooks and his son were big Disney fans. To bring Mel Brooks into the Disney family, they decided to have him work along with Imagineers to design a ride. Mel's goal was a funny but scary ride, so the Imagineers came up with Castle Young Frankenstein, based on Mel Brooks' film Young Frankenstein. The idea didn't work, so it became Mel Brooks' Hollywood Horror Hotel, a walk-on attraction much like Indiana Jones where the guests are on set of a Mel Brooks movie, filmed at a haunted house. Imagineers Steve and Tim Kirk gave an additional idea that the show building would actually be multiple buildings. With different forms of transportation, guests would be brought into many of Brooks' different movies. In the end, Brooks was not happy with any of the ideas and moved on to film a movie. Brooks did leave with some advice for one of the transportation methods. He said an elevator would move off its track, going through the hallways, and even crash out of the side of the building. 
When Imagineers ended up putting their hotel idea together with the elevator idea, the concept of Tower of Terror was born. I definitely don't think a Mel Brooks-based ride would hold up today. No, but I think it would have been cool. Yeah, it would have been. I, I love that movie. I, lo- I love Mel Brooks, and I like Young Frankenstein, and I think that ride would have been awesome, but I think, I agree with you, I think it would have probably died out. Well, it's kind of like over at uh, Universe Studios, this whole thing kind of sounded like the Alfred, Alfred Hitchcock ride, where it's kind of like you go through all his different movies, you kind of sit and do like... like Which you know, was not a ride. It wasn't a ride, but it was an attraction, yeah. right? I guess you can say. But... Uh, it wasn't a ride you're right, but it's kind of like you go through the, through the different movies mm-hmm. and you can sit there with the birds and then you, you sit there through um, rear view mirror, whatever the name of that movie was. I have no idea. Um, rear window, I think it is. Uh, but you go through his different movies and it's kind of the same concept of the Mel Brooks one sounded like you go through the different Mel Brooks. No, they movies. went a little bit further. They went um, where Frozen is now. There used to be the soundstage. And with Alfred Hitchcock, I believe I remember them doing kind of like that, where they show you how the sounds were made as well. Yeah, yeah, it kind of shows you behind the scenes. I feel like this is what they were trying to kind of accomplish with that, right? That definitely fits yeah. the park at the time. Like, it doesn't yeah. fit the park now. But Alfred, the Alfred Hitchcock thing didn't hold up. So right. Mel Brooks thing wouldn't have held up either. No, and no. definitely when they changed the park theme from being what it used to be to what it is now, it definitely wouldn't have stayed around. Yep, you're right. Yeah, Melissa won't even watch Spaceballs with me. Oh, my no. God. She doesn't like Mel Brooks at no, all? No, she does not. Spaceballs oh, is so Spaceballs good. Spaceballs is so good. That's a funny movie. Also, well, So, other than Mel Brooks, also, they were kicking around a uh, Stephen King horror idea. As oh, were well. they? Yes. I didn't see that. Yep, found that on there. Nice. That, that would have been a lot of fun, too, I think. It was after um, you know they acquired the movie studio, uh-huh. uh, Disney, after they bought MGM, the studio, then... That's when they wanted to bring that there as well. Oh. Right now, Stephen King, his son, has a show on Netflix, Locking Key. Yes, I. that's a good, good oh, show. Oh, that's his, his son, what, writes it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I don't really know much about Stephen King either, but it's interesting. I'm sure a little fact there. Good show. I love I love uh, Mel Brooks. One of my favorite Mel Brooks movies is Blazing Saddles. That's the worst one. That's a funny one. I like <laughs> that one, too. One. It's funny. Is it the worst, or do you just hate watching with me? No, it's the worst one. I don't like it at all. How many Mel Brooks movies have you guys watched? I mean, I can probably name like Robin Hood, Men in Tights, yeah. Spaceballs, uh-huh. Blazing Saddles, yes. Young Frankenstein. I haven't even yeah. seen that movie. Yeah. What? Yeah, I haven't seen that movie. But yeah. what else? I mean, there, there's a couple other ones I've seen in the past, but I don't. those are the ones I, I love. Mm-hmm. I don't remember Blazing Saddles. I like, vaguely remember the fire scene, like they were on the fire. I love Men in Tights, and I love Spaceballs. I can quote every line of Blazing Saddles along with the movie. You really should watch Young Frankenstein. How many times have you watched it, man? Bling Saddles? Oh, it's annoying to watch it with him. That could be why I hate it, actually. (laughs) That's why I said it. It could very well be why I hate it. (laughs) Imagineers were all fans of classic television and movies, and one classic show they all wanted to make a ride for was The Twilight Zone. Disney acquired the rights, and the Imagineers watched all 156 episodes twice before they started designing the ride. The Imagineers pulled from many of the episodes because there isn't a Tower of Terror-themed episode. Rod Sterling's introduction is actually from the episode It's a Good Life. Voice actor Mark Silverman supplied the voice used over the original show footage. The fifth dimension scene during the ride is inspired by the episode Little Girl Lost. In the elevators themselves, there are inspection certificates signed by Mr. Cadwallader. In the episode of Escape Clause, Mr. Cadwallader is revealed to be the devil. Some of the antiques in the hotel are actual props used in the original television series. 
With the success of The Twilight Zone's Terror of Terror, a straight-to-TV supernatural horror film starring Steve Gutenberg and Kristen Dunst named Tower of Terror was released on ABC in 1997. This was Disney's first film based on a popular ride at a park. Some of the scenes for the movie were filmed in Orlando. Okay, so horror film? I, I think it was kind of like comedy, a little funny, I haven't right? seen it. I actually just watched it a few months ago with my class. And was it horror or was it kind of like funny? No, it was cheesy. But it, was, was it, it wasn't like super funny. They tried to go for more of a serious type movie. It wasn't comedy. Okay. But it's not like horror though. Would you say it's horror? Like scary? No. Like I, you're like, I, ah! You jump back like you're scared. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, and it didn't scare the students in my class, so no. But it's cheesy. Very yeah, cheesy. Yeah, it's, very che- it's like a cheesy, like, uh, uh, I think I remember seeing a little bit of it. Really? Yeah. Have you seen this? Nope. I haven't seen it. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. But straight to TV tells you something. Yeah. Not, not I, necessarily, because it was a Disney movie. So if they didn't want to put the budget into it, yeah, I guess it would mean something. So these are, for example, this is kind of like the movies they have on Disney Plus that are kind of straight to the streaming service. Right. Yeah. Like we talked about that one that was a Christmas movie. Yeah. Um, um, Noel. Yeah. That was that was a straight to TV quality. Yeah, it was kind of cheesy. Yeah, and, and obviously a lot better special effects now. Even though right. the special effects weren't that great in it, they were not. No, yeah. but it has the same. It's, it's the same thing, same concept, but on television. You can't say straight to streaming platform because Netflix has good quality. So, yeah. Well, I mean, look at the Mandalorian. That was straight to streaming That's quality. Right. That's right. Except for that one uh, scene at the very beginning. Yeah, the very beginning, that one, um, what, are the, what are their cars like called? Like the little spaceship or whatever it yeah. is. Yeah. Oh, the Land Rover. Not Land Rover. The, the Range oh. Rover. The Range Rover. The, ho- the hover. <laughs> yeah, the hover car, whatever. <laughs> that chrome one the didn't land, look too good. The Land Speeder? Land Speeder. There you go. We got it, guys. Don't worry. Not that big in Star Wars world. Know that. I mean, I'm kind of big in Star Wars. But I'm not like, you know... I don't know, like, all the planets. The minute or, details, yeah, you don't yeah. know that, yeah. I know Obi-Wan Kenobi one was uh, Luke Skywalker's dad. <laughs> <laughs> Just joking. The ride system for Tower of Terror was developed by the Imagineers, in particular, the ability to move the vehicle in and out of the vertical motion shaft. The elevator cabs are automated, guided vehicles which lock into vertical motion cabs. The elevator itself has to be able to move out of the vertical cab to go through the fifth dimension scene and in and out of the drop shaft. There are four shafts in the back dark ride portion, which then get merged into two drop shafts. If you have ridden the ride, the weightlessness you feel is actually simulated. The cables attached to the bottom of the elevator cab pull it down at a speed slightly faster than what a free fall would provide. Two large motors are located at the top of the tower. These move the elevator cabs up and down the shaft, reaching a top speed of 39 miles per hour. The tower was designed with advanced dynamic analysis to apply accelerations beyond a freefall to provide the thrill to riders while ensuring structural integrity and safety. Disney Imagineers utilized a very common forced perspective in an optical illusion called Pepper's Ghost during the ghost scene. This scene has ghosts appear in a hotel hallway, then disappear. The entire hallway scene then transformed into darkness with stars. The beginning of the hallway room is life-size, but slopes away from the guest to 4 feet or 1.2 meters to make the hallway appear much longer. The rear wall is a rear projection screen with projector placed behind the wall. At the beginning of the scene, a normal wall with a window is projected, but as the scene turns black, the projector fades everything out, leaving only the window floating in space. 
Just behind the first section of the hallway is a large pane of glass at a 45 degree angle, the entire width and height of the hallway. This aligns with a hallway that runs horizontally off of the visible hallway. There is another rear projecting screen at the end of that hallway. The five hotel guests are projected onto the screen and the image is reflected in the pane of glass making the ghost appear. This illusion is called Pepper's Ghost and is the same effect used on Haunted Mansion's ballroom scene. After the ghosts disappear, the rear projection screen is moved out of the way to reveal fiber optic cables which are reflected by the mirror to look like stars in front of the window. The walls themselves also hold fiber optic cables which also appear like stars when the room turns dark. There are even fiber optic cables inside the cab itself. In the fifth dimension scene, there are multiple mirrors and fiber optic cables used to make the space scene appear. There are also two large mirrors with fiber optic cables behind them. The mirrors are oriented at an angle to each other to form a V-shape. As the ride vehicle approaches, they slide apart to allow the vehicle to move through. There are four elevators and four hallway scenes, but only two fifth dimension hallways that lead into the two drop shafts. A lot of technical stuff there, but I thought it was really interesting how it worked. I mean, I know we did Haunted Mansion a while ago that uses Pepper's Ghost well, but I found a lot of information about how they actually make that hallway scene work, and I thought it was really interesting. It was, and you know, it's really cool that Haunted Mansion is, I mean, a really old ride, mm-hmm. and they still use the same technology from that ride on Tower of Terror, which is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. That is cool. Uh, I like that. That you like the whole the you like the hallway scene. <laughs> Are you asking Joe? I'm asking everybody. Uh, I I do. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. A good scene. Yeah. I didn't know there. Were, Joe, I, what's your opinion on the hallway scene? <laughs> it's good, man. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, did you at least watch a video before you did this one? I did. Oh, okay. I didn't know there was fiber optic cables inside the elevator itself, but then I watched a video, or they showed um, one of the histories I watched. There was a video. And you can see them on like the side of the elevator if you're in the back row. Oh. So you feel like the space area is you know, right there next to you. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. I just found out not too long ago that the, they actually it pulls you down. Yeah. Like a couple months ago, I was talking about it with uh, a friend of mine. Oh, really? Yeah. And she was saying how it the ta- in the Tower of Terror ride, it pulls you down. Like kind of how you just read, you know? It's yeah, I never would have thought that. No, I mean, you I, would have thought it would have been the free fall system. Yeah, so apparently, if you jump out of a thirteen story building, you won't have the motion that free that uh feeling of of weightlessness. I'm sure or, you will. Well, they're saying it's apparently it's saying that they had us pull you down to get that feeling. Yeah, no. Once you hit terminal velocity, you don't feel the drop anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's how that works. Um, like and until you get there. Then, or if you are skydiving, if you're falling from a building, you're jumping, and you do a dive, then you'll go faster, and then you'll feel that again. So -hmm. if you spread all your arms out and your legs, you'll stop at a certain fall per minute, but then if you change the shape of your body, you can then accelerate some more. So -hmm. that's why they're pulling that, because you wouldn't have had enough time to even feel the drop. Why are you looking at me like that? Are you like a scientist? (laughs) I'm a scientist? You gotta say not a scientist. I paid afterwards. attention. I paid attention in uh, you know, physics class or I don't know. I am not a scientist, take, but I I'm did stay that at back. a Holiday Inn once. <laughs> That's pretty good. Holiday Inn is not sponsoring us. And anyone under the age of twenty will have no clue what that meant. I guess you're right. Why they have commercials still about that? Do they? I think so. I don't 20? think twenty. Yeah, I don't. That's think, a long time ago. I don't man. think they had those commercials. You don't think they still have those? No. I see. I've seen them not too long ago, okay. like on Hulu and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, motor it cost eight million dollars for them to do. Eight million dollars. The motor or the the whole thing? No, the motor. 
like the the cable system, like the wow. elevator itself. Really? Yeah, because I believe I saw on the Wikipedia it was like 140 million for the entire thing. Wow. Yeah, I mean that's a lot of stress. Yeah, that is that is crazy that the building can uh have that happen twice. I don't think they're done at once, but two shafts, which is happening twice. It's you know. I don't know. I never stood out and watched the uh, doors to see if they're going at the same time. I imagine they wouldn't. That'd be crazy to have two go at the same time. I feel like that'd be... It seems like that would be a gigantic power draw. Right. To have that giant motor be pulling those things down mm-hmm. both at the same time, yeah. Yeah. They can have two motors. They like, do. Yeah. But that power draw that you're okay, going off you're the grid, saying. you know, when you're doing that. Yeah. You ever plugged a hairdryer in while you're doing something else? I don't think appliance? they go down at the same time when you watch it. I've never stood outside and watched them. Oh, yeah, no. They go at different times. Are you that bored that you just stare? When we were the... standing in line for a rock and roller coaster one time. Oh. I was just watching it. Sometimes I watch yeah. them, too. Rock and roller coaster is a long when my, wait. When my family and friends are going on it. I on all the other on. rides? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you look for them so that you can wave at them? I do. <laughs> I'm like, hey, get get down here. <laughs> what? Are you Scorpion? <laughs> What? what? Scorpion doesn't say get down here. It says get over here. I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's totally opposite of get down here. Oh, get That's over not here. That's the opposite. No, it's not. I oh, know. I guess, I guess you're right. Get up here would be the opposite. I can, I can, no. Get over there would be the opposite. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, sure. uh, yeah. He's a teacher. <laughs> yeah. Fishes. Yeah. Oh. Gosh. <laughs> and you know what? It sounds, I think you're saying it. When he does it, I think you're saying it as a joke. But then I realized, no, he's hitting a button that's making it happen. <laughs> yeah, and I got another one today. So next Which one? Time. To get over here, the opposite? No. no. Tawa. Oh, gosh. Tawa? No, it was, it was oh, Tower of Tawa. Tawa. Marriage. Marriage. You guys know what movie that's from? No. Yeah. It's a Mel Brooks movie. We were just talking about it. No, it's not Mel no, Brooks. It's Princess Bride. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. I thought it was Men in Tights. I was getting confused with the, with the uh, priest of Men in Tights. What does he say? Hey, I bet. Yeah. Hey, I bet. When the Tower Terror opened, it had one drop at 130 feet or 40 meters, the height of a 13-story building. In 1996, the ride was given a double drop sequence. In 2004, the ride was changed to a randomized pattern of drops for its 10th anniversary. Because of the great success of the Twilight Zone's Tower of Terror in 2004 at Disney California Adventure and in 2006, Walt Disney Studios Park in Paris opened almost identical rides. The difference being number of ride shafts, building height, and architect features. The attraction features three elevator shafts, each shaft with its own separate ride with its own separate operating system. This makes it easier to repair individual areas of the attraction without causing the entire attraction to go down. In 2006, Tokyo Disney Sea opened up their version, simply called Tower of Terror. In Japan, Twilight Zone is not very popular, so they changed their hotel to be named Hotel Hightower. In this scenario, Harrison Hightower III traveled the world collecting thousands of priceless artifacts, one being an idol named Shiriki Utundu, which cursed him. One evening after a party at the hotel, Hightower mocked the idol and then used the elevator to go to the top floor to his penthouse. The idol came to life and with immense rage and power caused the elevator to plummet to the ground floor. The hotel closed down shortly after and now offers paid tours of the hotel. In 2017, Disney California Avenger refurbished their Tower of Terror to become Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Outbreak. The ride mechanics stayed the same. In 2019, Paris's Tower of Terror was reimagined to become the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, a new dimension of chills. 
The ride was enhanced with new ride profiles, drop sequences, effects, and storylines that expand upon the original. With the reimagining came three new storylines. The Malevolent Machine. The elevator has become a sentient being and is intent on torturing guests as it rises and falls through the tower. The Shaft Creatures. Demonic creatures who prey on human sound have infested the elevator shaft and are looking for their new victims. The Shiriki Utundu Evil Laughter from Tokyo Disney Sea version is used to represent the creatures. The Fifth Dimension. A portal to the Fifth Dimension has opened and a sinister specter is eyeing the guests as its new victims. See, I think that's neat to have different the different storylines. Yeah, that yeah. is cool to have those three different storylines so it's different every time because I think it does get kind of stale. Yeah. Yeah. We, Monotonous. I wish they would update it a little bit. Yeah, I think it's such a icon here, though. I'm not sure if they will, but I, no. I, I hear what you guys are saying. And I do want to go do the Guardians of the Galaxy ride. I think that'd be really fun. And I would be on board with them changing it to Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't understand why they couldn't change it. I mean, they could change it to the Guardians of the Galaxy here because they they had the Guardians of the Galaxy opening at Epcot. But so maybe, why? maybe that's why. Because they already have a Guardians of the Galaxy opening up. So maybe they don't want to have two Guardians of the Galaxies. Definitely not. They probably wouldn't have two. Right. That's for sure. Shariki and Tundo, if you look him up, he looks like a tiki head. Yeah. yeah kind of like Crash Bandicoot's tiki head when you get an extra life. A little bit. A little bit. Um, and then in the when I did the uh, underground tour, uh, you found out that in Haunted Mansion and in Tower of Terror, all the cobwebs you see is actually stretched hot glue. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I've heard of people using that for um, cobwebs before. Oh, yeah. I think I've heard that around, too. Yeah, just to let it dry before you stretch it. Yeah. Dry a little bit. Is there cobwebs? We, there's cobwebs in the uh, boiler room area? Is that what you're talking about? When you're going through like the lobby. On oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. And stuff. Oh, those seem a lot softer than stretch glue would seem. You think stretch glue would get hard? No, if you stretch it out really thin, mm-hmm. it gets um, really stringy. That's interesting. What do you got here about the uh, Believe in Misfortune? Oh, also, yes. Uh, Shriki and Tundu, uh, the translation is Believes in Misfortune. Mm. Oh, cool. Yeah. I think uh, it's cool they have all those different things in Paris. And then it's cool that they tied in Disney Sea into it by having the vocals for one of the monsters be the same, the Shriki and Tundu. Uh, vocals from Disney Sea. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. kind of cool how they tied in there, and it's cool. It's interesting that Paris was the original, almost had the original Tower of Terror uh, idea, and then they eventually yeah. got it. And then they changed it. So I guess there's no, there's no, they're all different, which is interesting. And the geyser sounds like pretty cool, cool though. Kind of yeah. like going up like you're sitting on a geyser, and right? It shoots off, and you kind of go up and then half roller down. coaster, half uh, Tower of Terror. Cool, that would have yeah. been cool. The only way we're going to experience this is uh, Diz has pays for us to go to all the parks. Yeah, yeah. Maybe one day. I'd get, love to go to Get Tokyo. that in the budget, Joe. I'd love to go to Tokyo Disney Sea and see the sea part. Yeah. Really interesting. After that. this whole virus thing clears up, though. Oh, first. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it would be really cheap right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except we're going to get there and the park's closed. <laughs> kind of like... Uh, we'll be like, hey, we're from Diz His. <laughs> oh, open it right up. Yes, sir. Quick fire, quick facts. Let's go. The two engines on the top of the hotel can generate 110,000 feet pounds of torque. The grounds of the Hollywood Tower Hotel were inspired by the look of California's Griffith Park and Elysian Park. The hotel was made 199 feet because if it was 200 feet, it would have to have an aircraft beacon placed on top by Florida state law. 
You can see the backside of the Tower of Terror among the buildings in Morocco if you look at Morocco from a distance. The building backside was painted to blend in. The library room features a hidden nod to Mickey Mouse and the sheet music, which is the song, What? No Mickey Mouse? The storyline of the attraction sets the date as Halloween night, October 31st, 1939. The architecture of the tower was inspired by multiple Southern California landmarks, such as the Biltmore Hotel and the Mission Inn. This is the second tallest attraction at the Walt Disney World Resort, with only Expedition Everest being taller by 0.5 feet. The young girl who disappears in the elevator carries a Mickey Mouse doll. We here at Diz's Love Tower Terror think it is easily one of the best rides in all the parks. Hidden Mickeys! Yes, the girl holding the doll will be your first Hidden Mickey during the pre-show film. In the broiler room, you can find a classic Hidden Mickey stain on the wall. For the next two, take the right cue when the line splits. Then ask a cast member to be seated to the rightest ride vehicle. Once the ride has began and made its first stop, look above you. You can also see a Mickey Mouse doll in the room. Not a classic Mickey, but still better than Donald. Just before the door opens, you will see a star field effect in which you can find another hidden Mickey. As you exit the ride, spot your last hidden Mickey on the floor. Memories, memories, memories. Memories, memories, memories. Memories, 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 memories. Memories, everybody. Listen to my memories. Okay, so Adam, you have any memories? First time Cheyenne going on it, she was really scared. I was mm-hmm. trying to find a picture on the uh, on Disney's cloud. Couldn't find it. I will definitely search uh, my computer and see if I can find one of her scared face. Looked like she was about to cry. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, it was a long time ago, so. Oh, well, really? That's probably been my face now. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. So how about you, Adam? I mean, uh, Adam, Alex, do you have any memories? Um, I'm going to pass my memory on to Christina because her memory is probably my memory as well, but she can tell it better because uh, He was too busy screaming. Way. Okay. It was his first time going on, so I convinced him to go on Tower of Terror since I liked it and I liked the feeling of the drops. And I was starting to like roller coasters, but I knew I didn't like the drops, the Tower of Terror drops still. The whole time we're waiting in line, he's he's freaking out. So we get on. What was he doing in line? He's like, oh my god, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I'm gonna go on there. He does this weird. He's just like, oh, I can't believe I'm doing this. Yeah. Making no, but he no. was like, oh. he wasn't like, no, was he was just, just like, making weird oh, faces. Man. He was really stressing out. I can't believe I'm doing this. Why am I doing this? <laughs> so we go on, and he's holding on really tight, like a little five year old. And he to screams who? to me. He's holding on to you, okay? To me. So this is still in line? He's still holding on? No, to this is no, no, on the, the ride. Oh, no, we're I'm on the to, ride. I'm trying to visualize this. Okay. So um, as the ride, you know, you go through the scene, you get ready for the first drop, and then we drop. He just screams the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like a little girl. It was a high-pitched scream. So after the ride was over and everyone was getting off, some guy's like, oh, that poor little girl. Meanwhile, <laughs> that little girl is Alex just screaming. Sure? That's how, no, that was Alex. There was a was little sit- girl on the ride. She wasn't she screaming. Was I, was, screaming. I, was, I was sitting next to Alex. He was screaming like a little girl. It was a really high-pitched scream. And the picture is amazing because it's just. You will post. I have that picture. We're going to post it's it later. It's just genuine yeah. fear on his face. 
It is. Well, you're going to post it before the podcast. You're saying later, but this isn't even coming out. Well, for I'm going to post it. I'm gonna, you know, I might put it in. Uh, do it on Tuesday. Yeah. Make sure you listen to this episode on Tuesday. I might put his picture in there. <laughs> like, it's just, it's just fear on his face. Yeah. And every time I write it since, it's, I've gotten better as I write it more. He doesn't um, scream anymore. I don't scream. Um, but I try to hold on to the, the seat, the arms, and I try to hold really tight. So then I end up like stressing, like tightening myself up then a little that bit. Doesn't like let you lift off. I, I don't want to lift up, Adam. And <laughs> then why ride the ride? Because she wants me to ride so the you ride. Do lift, you do lift up. Yeah, you can if you really let yourself go. Yeah, yeah. If you're not grabbing onto that bar, yeah. But if you grab onto the bar, bar you kind of there is no bar. There's just a seatbelt. If you hold on, there's to two arm. There's two um, handlebars on both sides of you. Yes, I hold so on to those on to so the... hard that I end up probably like, you know, afterwards I'm like. A little hurt because I'm holding, I'm stre- holding myself so hard. But you hold, no so you don't lift up. Yeah, yeah. So you can do it, so you don't lift up. Then, right? You can. I mean, yeah. is it hard? Would you say? Or is that kind of easy not to lift up? That's easy not to lift up, but oh, you no. still get the feeling. Those are some noodle arms. You might lift up. Want <laughs> <laughs> an arm wrestle? <laughs> sure. Oh man, let's save it for the Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a table there. Um, <laughs> well, no, it wouldn't be hard because uh, it's not going that much over what you need to lift up. Like now, if you were doing that on Aerosmith, that'd be hard to probably stay in your seat. Yeah, for sure. Uh, do you have any memories, Joe, even though you've never been on it? Like, do you have um, memories of going there with friends and they go on it or? I don't have any memories. The only memories, I guess I can, the closest thing to it is the show that they have on the Tower of Terror for the, the Christmas. They have like a show on the Tower of Terror where it kind of like animates oh, yeah, and all yeah, those yeah, other yeah. things. Yeah. That's, I would say that's the only memory I really have. And it's, it's really cool. I, li- I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is a great way to use the Tower during seasonal holidays mm-hmm. oh yeah no doubt about it it's the icon of the park man like wh- when you you see that from when you're entering no Walt it's Disney the icon World. of the park now that they can't show off the chinese theater but you can't see the chinese theater when you're when you're driving in yeah like Walt no World. not driving like, in. you see that you're like but oh the, look but the true icon was the chinese theater yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess you can say that, but I don't know, man. Because then like, after that, it was the you, giant hat. Like, you get the, yeah, but you get the feeling, like, when you see the Epcot ball, like, you see it from far away. You know, you, you don't have to be going to Epcot to kind of get that feeling when you see the, the Epcot ball, right? And it's the same feeling when you can see the Hollywood studio. Well, they right? also have the um, the moving billboard for uh, Tower of Terror, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, yeah. that's really cool. That's, a, like good, that. that's yeah. a good billboard. And I like how you can see it from Morocco and Epcot. Yeah, uh, that that's cool. kind of cool. And if you didn't really look for it, you wouldn't notice it. Like, if you weren't like, know the shape of Tower Terror and be like, that's Tower Terror building. You no, because you're actually forget. not seeing it in Morocco. Right. You have to be on the other side of the lake looking towards right. Morocco. You have to be in like, uh, where would you have to be to look in towards Morocco? Mexico? I guess you could be just at the entrance, you know, where you can go left or right for uh, mm-hmm. the World Showcase, right? I guess. I'm trying to think of Morocco is. Morocco is over in the I don't left. know that park when too you, well. When, when you're on the sure. World Showcase, you're on the left hand side. There's like a little bridge right over there mm-hmm. that when they do like uh, illuminations, uh, it, it, it would open up and that's how they would get the boats in and out of. Because one time when I was walking the over bridge? by Morocco, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's right over there, I think. What, Morocco's over there? Yeah. Oh, maybe not. No, no, no it's I not. I Morocco's bad. on the right not. side. Yeah, no, no. I know where it's at because there's usually people playing music outside of it. Morocco? Yeah, it's going to have the spice mill over there. It's like after France, right? It's before France. France is over on the right. Right. Is it Morocco on the right? I no. don't know. I don't have a phone. In I thought you guys loved Epcot. I do like. I do don't like know it. where. I, I know Canada is the first if one on the I right, love, and if, I know Mexico is the first one on the I, left. If I went to Epcot on an average, like I did other parks, I would know where everything so, is. Morocco okay. is between France and Japan. Bam. 
I said it was right to France. Right after France, but if right. you're coming from the left hand side, well, if you're going yeah, left, but why would you go on the left? Why would you go left? I go always France? go left. But why, when it's closer to go to Morocco, if you go to the right? Yeah. Because the American adventure is the dead center right. across. Mm-hmm. So if anything is to the right of America, then you would go to the right. right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay, yeah, I see. So yeah, you can see it from the center, or you can head over towards Mexico. It'd be a little more angle, but once you get past that, I don't think you're going to see it. Yeah. Okay, so Steve, one of our Patreons, he has a memory about Tower of Terror. So he sent us an audio clip about his memory. So we're going to go ahead and uh, listen to it. Hey, guys. I hear we're talking about uh, Tower of Terror this week. Um, I have a special place in my heart for Tower of Terror because the very first time I ever went to Walt Disney World, uh, that was my very first ride that I went on. And it was just, it was amazing. I was like, oh. If all the rides can be like this, Disney World is going to be my kind of place. And it has been for the last, I don't even know how many years, but love Tower of Terror. Is he driving in his car or standing next to an AC unit? Could be both. He has an AC pair unit in his car, right? Hanging out the window. <laughs> Duct hey, tape in there. But you know, it's this is cool. I, this is the kind of memories I like to hear because this almost brings back, to, okay, what was my first ride at uh, Disney World? Which I couldn't even think about my first ride, honestly. I was too young. I was young, but I remember it was Small World. How young were you? Like six. I mean, Small World probably was the only ride he'd go on at the time. Yeah, probably. And the else was too scary. It was yeah. probably... I mean, even Peter Pan lifts you off the ground. It's probably <laughs> like one of my only rides I've been on for a while. Yeah. Since I mean, we already found out that you can't even go in the teacups with, you know, uh, you can't swirl them. I know, man. I you like can't swirl, swirl the teacups? I don't like it. I get sick. Yeah, oh my God. Follow, was that I on? do. I can it's, do it really slow. I always try to get on teacups. When oh, we go, my God. And we never get on. Annoys annoys me, but yeah. when we do get on, he spins oh, it really, so really fast. fast. Yeah, he, he, um, Mel called him out on either Instagram or Twitter or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? I don't, I don't like to spin fast on it, but it's a cool, it's a really cool memory because mm-hmm. you know, just going to Disney for the for your first time and experiencing Disney for your first time. That's his first ride. Mm-hmm. I wish he was here in the studio or he was here alive, so we can kind of be like, "What did you think of it?" Right. But what we're gonna do, which I'm gonna do, is mm-hmm. probably later on tonight, go back to Discord. I'm like, hey, so what'd you think of it? Did you like it? Well, obviously, I guess he did like it, huh? <laughs> he said, if, if I didn't rise like this, this is my kind of place. And he yeah. said, he goes to it a lot, I guess. So yeah, he, he's a thrill seeker, huh? See, I, guess I know so. that about He's crazy. He's a, a madman. Then yeah. if you join our Patreon at the Keys to the Kingdom tier, you can uh, share your memory, too. Yeah, we're yeah. playing like that and comment on how you like Disney. Hey, yeah. Thanks, Steve, for sending, sending in the memory. Uh, we do appreciate it. That and being a patron for so long. Oh, yeah, for sure. He was one of our first. OG. Him and Ben. Yeah, him and Ben. Finally, Ben won something. Oh, oh yeah, yes, man. he did. That's finally. so exciting. <laughs> listen, I wasn't rooting against you, Steve. I, ain't gonna listen to this. I wasn't rooting against you. But I know Ben. Ben needed a win. Ben, he didn't. He needed a win. And we got to get some more. In Ben's head, he's like, I'm out of here if I don't win this next <laughs> thing. Steve keeps taking everything. Uh, yeah, we also got a couple new patrons within the last couple of weeks, which is really cool. Um, so, yeah. Thank you guys for supporting us. It means a lot. Hey, Joey. What you drinking? Hey, guys. So, uh, hanging out. Um, funny thing about the Tower of Terror. Yeah. The only thing I want in a hotel is a GD bar. Yeah. And they don't have one. No, I like, they don't. Did, did anybody else realize that? Have you ever put two and two together? Because two and two equals, like, I don't know, baseball bet. It doesn't make any sense. If you have a hotel, there should be a bar in the hotel. They missed a huge opportunity. I agree with you. Yeah, and that theme would be really nice too. It'd be epic. You'd have like the spooky bartender who just you know he speaks all like nineteen like ooh who wants a spooky beer and I'm like shut what, up and give what, me a shot. Was he Dracula? So 
That'd be cool. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's what I was thinking of. So you're not, See, this is me sober. So, so you're not talking about a bar kind of like um, that you just look at, like an actual bar at the end or something that you, that you get to go into? No, I, don't, you... I don't mean a bar that you do pull-ups on, bro. Oh, I no, 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 like no. a bar that you would sit and drink in. <laughs> so at the end, like when you get out, you, you guys got to bust out some pull-ups? Yeah, you. Oh, I'm down. Whatever it takes, you know. It's a happy soccer mom is a well tipping soccer mom, so yes, whatever. Yeah, the uh, area afterwards, the gift shop. If they were to take half of that and turn it into an actual working bar, that would be really cool. That would be really cool. It'd be it'd be brilliant. You can get your your lounge fly backpack that looks like luggage. You can get your little bell that you ding that they hate and the kids love, and you can get a vodka soda. So keeping with the theme of what I'm drinking. Um, after I got out the Tower of Terror, I definitely needed something to pick my spirits up. So, um, outside of the gift shop, there's a Joffrey's coffee right there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they do a thing called a Kaluatini. It's, uh, three shots of espresso, Bailey's and, um, uh, Jameson or a Grey Goose. Do all the so, uh, uh, Joffrey's have that? All of them, except for the ones in the Magic Kingdom. Oh, wow. Really? Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yep. All of them have them. Uh, ex- I'm sorry. The one in the Magic Kingdom doesn't. And the one at the Ticket and Transportation Center doesn't. The three of them at Epcot have it. Mm-hmm. The one at Animal Kingdom, I think, has it. Uh, and all the hotels have it. Oh, I didn't know they well, served the that. Well, the hotels on the monorail line. That's yeah, cool. uh, it's limited. They have a, a vodka. They have a bourbon. They have a, I think, a tequila. And they have it. They, they have. They're all like fancy drinks that are themed whatever the hotel's thing is. So, anyway, that's what I did. And I ended up buying a, uh, what did I get? I think I bought some stuff in the gift shop I didn't want. But after a couple of drinks, everything looked kind of cool. Right. Awesome. So, Skeleton key. So before, you know, <laughs> yeah, we were talking about Tower of Terror and t- you talking uh, about taking the fa- How many times would you say you've been on Tower of Terror? Um, I have been on Tower of Terror just under 400 times. Do you really know that? You really know it's been just <laughs> yeah. under 400 times? I write down on a list all of the rides that I've been on, and every day after I ride them with the family, I come home and I put a little chalk line up so that whenever the kids say, no, I can show them the picture, and they're like, what? Wow. I'm like, yep. I've been on Buzz Lightyear. I've been on Buzz Lightyear more than anything else. I've been on Buzz Lightyear just over 1,100 times. Wow. Now you just got to have some kids so you can show them. <laughs> I ain't having kids. Get the hell out of here. Good Lord. I'm too busy taking care of everybody else's kids. I don't need my own. That's true. That's true. You are out there pushing uh, strollers and taking Gary kids every day. Uh, what's crazy is I'm just, and, and I hope I'm not selfish saying this, but one of the things that frustrates me the most is my streak is over. Yeah. 74 days and I was in, or 75 days, I was in a theme park 70 days. I was like, ah, oh, come on. Yeah, but you know, you can just pick right back up, man, when it opens back up, right? Oh, I will. I mean, no I'm not even worry about that because I have to beat 322 days. I was in a theme park 322 days last year, so that's the number to beat. As long as you put an asterisk and put the park was closed. <gasps> that's right. Yeah. There you that, go. Dude, so you're, see, you guys are freaking smart teachers and educators and people that have real jobs. I'm not, nice. I'm not sure about that, Joe. I mean, yeah, have, I mean, have you come on. <laughs> Someone who says... Fishes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that just shows right there. Everyone, <laughs> oh, I told you that button was so... coming, Andy. I know you're just waiting. You're just, he has it there, just waiting every episode and just ready to hit it. <laughs> I can't wait to so do like a Nemo be... episode. How many times he's going to use it then? So tell me good things, man. What, what did you? Are you a fan? Is it your ride? Is it your go-to? Do you enjoy the the up, the down, the it's over already? I do. Really? I uh I am not a giant fan of it because I don't love the dropping, but uh my wife loves it, so I go on it for her. 
and he screams like a baby. Yeah, I scream like a baby. <laughs> not every time. I'm That's getting better. Right. I'm getting better at not screaming like a baby. You know, uh, so you you scream on Space Mountain, right, Alex? No, I giggle. Oh, you giggle. I can't wait to go on it with you. I can hear you giggle like the whole <laughs> but way it's around. a different feeling. That's why I loved skydiving so much, because you get that drop feeling the entire time. Ew. And... <laughs> And that's what Tower of Terror does. It's actually going faster than a free fall. Right. Yeah, it is. is it, really? Yeah, because it's pulling you. Because it's pulling you. Yeah, down, it's, right? you're not in a free fall. The cable is actually pulling the cart down. Yeah, but at what point do you hit terminal velocity? And you're saying even that's not faster than a cable car falling? No, no, you're going faster than the terminal velocity. Yeah, there's. They oh. said that going uh, by itself, just dropping, is not fast enough to have weightless, weightlessness feeling. So they had to pull it to make it even go faster. That's dumb as hell. Yeah, well, you know My something. My gosh, you got to be kidding me! Yeah. Yeah, well, I have not been on that ride, and I'm not sure if I'm going to go on. I'm kind of. I'm kind of. <laughs> How have you not been on Tower of Terror? I have not been on Tower of Terror. I have not. Remember, been on he it. just Why? started riding roller coasters. Yeah, man, I just started Space Mountain like a couple weeks ago. Ah. Uh, but this I'm isn't a roller coaster. That's right. It's thirteen story it drop. Me, it, if you do the math, like let's say there was no pre-show, no setup. The guy just says, hey, what's up? Welcome to my elevator. And you get in the elevator. Yeah. Do you think the ride would be the same? No. No, it's the buildup. Yeah. Like, that's all, like, sometimes I take the kids on this, and I'm like, look, this ride isn't scary, but during the pre-show, I need you to close your eyes, cover your ears, and, like, hug your parents. And they're like, why? I'm like, because the pre-show is scarier than the ride. Well, that's how, they I mean, you, that's how a lot of the rides Haunted are, Mansion. Man, right? It's, it's the whole buildup before you actually get on it. That's what. That's the part yeah, I don't dude, like. Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion is like the world's worst open house. But there's a dude who hangs himself in a GD elevator room or whatever the hell that is. Yeah. Like that's insane. There's like a dude hanging himself, and then you go in the next room, and it's like, all right, welcome to our open house. But that's yeah, it goes from the super uh, surreal, creepy with the hanging. Then you go into the funny uh, ghost dancing. And then you go back into the attic, and then it goes more the surreal. Yeah, and then it goes back to and then yeah, fun singing. Hey, right. hey, hey, Joe! Before anyway. before you go, okay, before you go, I'm gonna ask you a quick up, a quick go question ahead. here, because you probably been to on Mission Breakout, right, over in Disneyland. Yeah. Ooh. Yep. So, so what comparison is the drop as intense? It is. It's a better ride because they stop you in the different rooms, like like you know how on okay on on um, Tower of Terror. You get in, you load, you listen to the dude who sounds like Winnie the Pooh, and then you go up. And then there's the spot where the people, and they're all, like, waving at you, and you're Mm -hmm. like, oh, no, they're dead. And then there's a glass, and it breaks, and you go up. Mm -hmm. And then it moves you, and then it just just shakes the S out of you until your, your stomach hurts. At least on Mission Breakout, they stop you, and, like, it jumps up and jumps down and stops and then you see like a little bit of show mm-hmm. and then it drops down and it jumps up and stops and you see a little bit more show like that's kind of cool it you know what i mean it breaks up the monotony of just up and down and up and down and up and down and you know your 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 stomach your heart your throat and your bh can only switch places so many times before you're just completely checked out you know yeah yeah oh, yeah i agree at least mission breakout you're like all right this is cool i get a little bit of show and then they're gonna kick my my whatnot for a little bit and then oh it's another show and then i'm getting destroyed for a little bit it, it breaks it up a little bit i like it better yeah it's better than seeing outside the park over and over yeah yeah it, it is the same damn thing it's like oh look i can see my car from here and you always get some dad who's like i can see my car from here i'm like no you can't dumbass you're the, the parking lot's on the left you're an idiot. <laughs> 
They always say, and it's not, like, what is it, like 1986? Like, they're the first person that ever thought that. Like, oh, I can see my car from here. It's like, piss off. It's like, oh. <laughs> do you think it's a recording? Can't we, do you think it's a recording? No, or is there... it's just some, no, there's that many stupid dads. Like, at what point in your life? Like, what? how old is your kid when you become a miserable POS? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I... every dad, every dad at a Disney theme park ever is just practicing his type five for the comedy special. Hey, man. I'm every one of them. I'm a dad at, at a Disney park. I'm happy most of the time. No, but you're happy. You're not an idiot. You're just happy. Uh, Joey's you're getting cool. grumpy on these segments, isn't he? <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I man. I don't mean to be. I just get real frustrated. I'm just like, come on. You know? I, but I like and then you get to, what I've been on that two completely different rides. If you go on Tower of Terror and you're on with like a bunch of people that have done it to death, it's super quiet. Yeah. And it's like nobody cheers. Nobody raises their hands. When you see the picture at the end, it looks like you're at the DMV. Everybody's just looking <laughs> forward. It's insane. <laughs> and then you go on it with a bunch of high school kids or college kids that are all just screaming or CPs. It's a sea of like Etsy Mickey ears as far as the eye can see. And you're just like, oh, my gosh. And they all have their hands up. Nobody, You can't see anybody's face unless you're on the front row. It's just a bunch of bedazzled bracelets. Ay, fuck you guts. I get so mad. But. Anyway, anyway. I kind of like Grumpy Joe. Back to, no, no, because Grumpy Joe swears in Italian, and I don't need you to get banned on two countries. We're good. <laughs> We're good. Keeping it PC for the cool kids. Your wife is there. I don't want her thinking you hang out with a bunch of white trash. We're going to just nice and chill. <laughs> nice and chill. <clears throat> anyway, it's a great ride, quality, blah, blah, blah. I'll be at the bar. <laughs> Sounds good, Joey. <laughs> hey, Joey. That's uh, what I do. Do you want to uh, kind of tell everyone how we can find you? Absolutely. Um, quickly, thank you to the two or three guys that reached out to me on uh, Instagram, heard me on the Diz His, and oh. said, what's going on, dude? Sweet. They asked for genuine advice. I got to plan a couple of things for their kids, which they'll then have to reschedule for May, but I still appreciate <laughs> it. So it was really cool to reach out. Thank you for that. Um, the Joey Mazant, M-A-Z-Z-A-N-T, uh, on everything. Oh, and um, fun fact, uh, thank you, Joe. You liked it as well. Um, I, I know it's a very small milestone um once you get over 100 subscribers on youtube they let you name your youtube channel so now i am finally youtube.com slash c slash joey mazant i finally have my own official youtube channel nice very awesome, small joey. congratulations cool. man. that's yeah, awesome congrats on that thank, thank you guys very much it is uh oof, i'm the what can i say i'm the coolest kindergartner on the block i got my own youtube channel so <laughs> We will uh, we'll go with that. But um, but, all right. oh, well, oh. guys, as always, thank you for uh, thank you for letting me hang out with you. Sounds good, man. We'll talk to you later, Joey. Thank you. See you. You got it, bud. Bye bye. News. Disney's closed. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, we can still do other things, Disney. For example, crickets. Uh, so we're doing something special called Bring Disney Home. So um, we're doing a thing with other social media people where, what's so funny? I was going to say, we're doing something special? <laughs> well, it's a Disney podcast. <laughs> well, it's Disney's podcast. We're doing something special no, where we're kind of, you know, Disney's closed. And I haven't heard to, about this. Have you, Alex? <laughs> and we're trying to bring Disney. Sorry for trying to do something nice for people. No, I like it. It's good. Yeah, yeah. So we're trying to bring Disney home to people mm-hmm. on social media because Disney's closed. People are not able to experience Disney. So it's kind of recording people's memories at Disney, and we're po- putting it on our YouTube channel. Are you going to reach out to, um, so far you've got a couple of people who do Disney-related things online. Are you going to reach out to non-Disney people, uh, just like normal people that we know, 
maybe Patreon members or you can reach out to just random Instagram people to share a memory as well? Or is it going to be maybe people who are in the Disney business? No, like I'm, how I'm we are in a case. It's everyone, Any, everyone, n- n- not anyone in the Disney business. So I'm gonna go ahead and reach out to our Patreons who mm. are in our Discord chat. You know, and I'm yeah. gonna see if they would like this to share a memory. And also, you know, I've, we've been working with capturing Disney parks with this. Mm-hmm. Just take a dip, run at drink podcast and the Disney darling. Mm-hmm. Where they're all they're also doing other things like. Um, just take a dip. She's making like a haunted mansion type of drink mm-hmm. and she has like a cup for it. And she's going to post like a YouTube video that she's creating about how to make this drink and talk about the drink. So to bring it into your home. Like yeah. You to kind of bring, yeah. So kind nice. of bring Disney to in your home and cause, cause we can't go to the parks. Right. So it's, it's a good idea to kind of take your mind off of all these things that you're reading on the news right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just a little bit of fun. Also, we're going to be on, Sorcerer's Radio, mm-hmm. which is kind of really big news. Sorcerer's Radio is a, a really it's a website that streams Disney music. So they'll stream like you know this like the atmosphere music, and they have music for the rides. Um, they need to make a scratch and sniff uh, postcard that they can mail to you. So while you're listening to the songs, you can like scratch the different smells. <laughs> oh, that would be amazing for Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, uh, yeah, that would be yeah, so cool. As they're playing the atmosphere music, you can be like, oh, the ocean. But it'd be srsounds.com. It's an award-winning site. So we're actually going to be streamed on this website, our podcast. So make sure you guys listen. We'll let you know. It's going to happen sometime in April where we're going to be we're gonna be streamed on it a couple times a week. So we'll let you guys know when that's going to happen. But I definitely recommend you kind of listen to the to especially now when you're not able to go to the parks mm-hmm. there's a lot of cool music that they are constantly displaying on this channel uh, on this website so go ahead and check it out srsounds.com yeah as far as us though it's just going to be our uh clipped version of our podcast yes yeah, to make the his- like the be- intro and uh the history so we're not going to get some of the other stuff but... compact version yeah the compact version which you know the hit that's you know talking to so wayne he runs the the, the radio station and so i was talking to wayne and our show does bring something that's a little bit different than what other podcasts are, are kind of giving out there. So we're bringing Which, our podcast to Wayne's world. <laughs> <laughs> Party time, excellent, right? Yep. But uh, yeah, we, have, we, we go over the history. We talk about the history. And our show kind of has a lot of replay value because you can always pick up something new every, every time you listen to it. And I, when I was talking to him, we, I know this kind of... Well, we we're not going to have a very big segment. So. But we my have a buddy, game to play. I know we do have a game to play. If do you want to do the game, we don't have to do the game today. We will. We can do it. I want to do the game. Okay, we can do the game. We can do the game. Uh, but one of my one of the main reasons why I kind of got the whole idea about this podcast and to start with you guys is my buddy, who's a big time Disney fan. Whenever we were on a ride, he he knows he's like the he's like the history master. Yeah. So whenever whenever we were on a ride, he'd be like, "Tell me this fact about this fact about this." I was like, "This is pretty awesome." Like I. I this is cool. I love going on rides with him because mm-hmm. he would tell me all the facts. So I wanted to make a podcast about it, which, you know, it's pretty cool. Which we have not had it on yet. Um, no, so why aren't you sending him the scripts and be like, hey, make sure this is right? Well, so what happens is after he listens to the episode, he's, he has like notes that he's taken. It's too late like, though. I know. Well, I know. <laughs> oh yeah. Like I did make the mistake because in my head, I thought the castle, like the castle is made out of fiberglass, no bricks. And I accidentally said that the balloons were uh, fiberglass, I think, mm-hmm. but they were really the blow-ups. Yeah, and the last, the last like kind of critique he had on, he's like, Disney doesn't have rides; it has attractions. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now he's getting a little too technical. <laughs> Do you got anything, Christina? 
what we did in Disney. Yeah. Well, in the news part, they uh, stopped production on uh, several other movies. Um, then Mulan's postponed. New Mutants postponed. New Mutants. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So all this. Yeah. Like a lot of movies. Yeah. They postponed uh, doing a uh, filming. Filming. Yeah. yeah. And releasing. Uh, hopefully onward, they just push out to Disney Plus. That'd be nice. That'd be kind of cool, huh? Yeah. Because um, I, I, how else are you going to do it? The other studios are putting it out for $20 each for the uh, movies that are in theater right now. Mm-hmm. But how's Disney going to do that? How are they going to charge you on a subscription platform you already pay for? Unless they just push it out to Apple TV as well. Right. Probably. Probably do that. Apple TV, Amazon, just like the other ones. Uh, did, they, did they say they're going to release Mulan at all? There's no, nothing. No, nothing on that yet. I thought Mulan was going to be straight to Disney+. Plus. I, I thought like, I heard that somewhere, but... No, I saw the posters in the theater. No, oh, yeah, I know. No, but I thought since this whole thing, oh. I thought the since yeah, but then... If that was going to be pushed, why wouldn't Onward? Onward's yeah. already in the theaters right. right now. That would make more sense since right. it's already made some money. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that makes sense. So what did you guys do? I mean, I didn't we do watched, too much. We watched Frozen 2. Oh, yeah. I've seen Frozen 2 like three times since it came out on Disney+. Plus, on, <laughs> Which isn't that long. <laughs> no, it's not. But you know what, Joe? I agree with you. I think I've said it before. As I watch it more, the songs are getting more in my head. I'm getting more into the songs. Mm-hmm. I still don't say Frozen 2 is better than Frozen 1. Okay. The songs still aren't better. What do you think, think, Christina? I think Frozen 2 is better. I do than like Fro- the songs, but Frozen 1, This I like the story with Frozen 1 better. Okay. So you, you like, like Frozen so- 2 songs better? I do like Frozen 2 songs better. Okay. The songs are more catchy, I think. Mm. I like the storyline better in the second one. I think there's opinion. some moments in the second one that are kind of just boring. Like yeah, they drag for sure. on. For sure. I think most of Frozen... The first one's boring. Really? Yeah, man. I don't like it very much. Oh my I mean, gosh. It's, good. it's good. It's okay. It's an okay movie. But I can tell you, I've watched Frozen 2 a lot more than I've watched. I think I've seen the first Frozen twice. Maybe it's to watch it a dozen more times. Do you own it, though? Uh, no. no okay, then that would remember. be right. Then that would be why you watched it more because you have it on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Well, no, he actually and... owns Frozen 2. No. Yeah, he bought it early. He bought it like a week and a half ago. Yeah, <laughs> sucker. I mean, they do have release. One to surprise my son, That's but you really can like see the one. release dates for what Disney Plus is going to have. You fine. didn't? No, I but they released it early. But there's a lot of good extras. Oh, for... did they release? Yeah, it? they released it early. No, I, I didn't know if it was a planned thing or not. But they uh, there's a lot of extras on the Frozen Two DVD too. There's like sing-alongs and stuff like that, and there's extra scenes. So mm. I'm kind of mm. hoping because there's a lot of extra songs uh, that were not on Frozen Two like, mm-hmm. in the movie that are actually really good. So hopefully they have some cool single. That, yeah. We were watching image. Frozen 2, and at the end of the credits, there was a little short with Olaf that yeah, we, we didn't know was there. Yeah, we didn't know about that one. Oh, no? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Which one? Frozen 2. After the credits, it's a little short. I don't remember. Yeah, where Olaf... Remember in the movie Frozen 2 when Olaf does the history... Does, recaps Frozen yeah. 1? Well, he does that for Frozen 2. Oh, no way. I didn't yeah. see that. I might have to watch that with Nick. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's pretty funny. But other than that, have you watched anything else with Emma? Other than Frozen mm-hmm. 2 a whole bunch of times? Mulan. We watched Mulan a little bit again. No, I don't think so. Okay, yeah. So as you guys were speaking about Olaf, did you guys see about Josh Gad? Yeah. Yes. Oh, reading, reading the stories. So yeah, yeah, that's, yeah nice. that's really cool. cool. Yeah, he's reading uh, children's books uh, on Twitter, is it? He's streaming yes. on Twitter yep. or yeah. posting videos, reading children's books to kids. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. yeah. How about you, Adam? Did you, did you do anything in Disney? Uh, watch Disney Plus. I watched Timmy Failure. Mistakes were made. I heard that's really good. You heard it's really good? Yeah. It was... I heard it had like an overall good message. Overall good, yeah, yeah. Overall good. And amazingly, the um, polar bear 
looked way better than anything in Noel. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the polar bear looked uh, uh, amazing for that type of movie, being a straight to Disney Plus movie. Yeah, it was a good movie. Uh, watched Dumbo last night. Oh. The live action? The live action. Was it yes. the first time seeing it? Yes, it That's was. Tim Burton, right? Tim Burton. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, should I give it? I have three complaints about the movie. Okay. Uh, overall, it was good. My complaints were the. Have you both seen it? I have. All not. three. I've seen it. Sorry, I have not. I haven't. So seen used it. to saying both. She refuses uh, to see it. Okay, there is a scene in there which takes the uh, believability of a movie, like you know, in a Superman, you know, Marvel redid it, where everything it's like, okay, that could happen. You know, Iron Man could happen. There was no over the top thing. Well, they're doing balloon bubbles, and then the balloon bubbles start moving and making oh. sounds. It's like, come on, if you wouldn't have put that in. The movie could have been believable. Okay. And it was definitely a Tim Burton. You could hear the music. It was like, mm-hmm. yeah, he definitely pushed that. Uh, then the let's get ready to, I don't know if I can finish the sentence without getting sued. <laughs> let's get ready to. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> can you okay. finish that Oh, sentence? he was in there, wasn't he? I don't know, he was. Yeah. And the, he had that line, but not the you know the rumble part, but um, changed up Michael, the Michael Michael Buffer. I don't know what his yeah, name is. Yeah, his name Michael Buffer. Uh, that, and then there was a scene where Michael Keaton was just smashing buttons to try to get the power to turn on. Yeah. Flipping switches, and it's like, yeah, no one's just smashing with your cane <laughs> he, random buttons. He's probably like on Smuggler's Run. Acting like he's on Smuggler's Run, just hitting buttons everywhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so those three kind of annoyed me, because if they those wouldn't have been in, it, I think it would have been a really good movie. Uh, and then while I was putting my room back together, cause I had to swap rooms, I listened to college road trip with Raven Simone and Martin Lawrence. What is that? Uh, oh. Disney movie about her. She wants to go see her, the college she's going to. And Oh yeah. 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 That came out a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good movie. Oh, I, I remember seeing it? it, but I, yeah, I re-listened. It's weird, man. <laughs> well, I was in the other room and they had it loud enough for I was listening. <laughs> um, and then Melissa and Cheyenne actually watched star girl cause I told them to oh. watch it without me. And they <laughs> said it was horrible. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. Yeah. I was glad I missed out. And that was it for uh, me and what I did in Disney. Awesome. So that's the his on the Twilight Zone's Tower of Terror. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Adam. I'm Christina. Thanks for listening and have a magical week. Go to DizHiz.com where you can find links to all of our episodes, our social media accounts, and to our Patreon page where you can help us out and hear more from each of the shows. We also do monthly giveaways for our Patreon subscribers. Thanks for listening and have a magical week.